0: Chapter 17 of Jerry Macaulay, His Life and Work by Jerry Macaulay and edited by Robert M. Alford. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kristen Hand. Chapter 17 Every Evening in Water Street Hark how the blood-bought hosts above conspire to chant the Savior's love in sweet harmonious strains. We'll join the song, for we can tell how sovereign grace dissolved the spell that kept us bound in chains. And from that dear and happy day, how oft we've been constrained to say that grace triumphant reigns. In the year 1880, a pamphlet entitled Down in Water Street Every Evening was prepared by Mr. William R. Bliss of this city. The little work gives a graphic portrait of the Water Street meetings as conducted by Jerry that is worthy of being recorded in more permanent form. That part of its contents has, therefore, with slight condensation been copied and is presented in the two following chapters. It was the custom then, as it is now, after a brief service of song, to offer prayer for divine blessing and then to read from God's word. This done, Jerry would introduce the testimonies by giving his own. These are his words as given in the pamphlet mentioned. The meeting is now open for testimonies. Everyone who wants to speak for the Savior can have one minute to speak in. There are a good many here that have got reason to testify what the Lord has done for them. Now don't be afraid to do it. Stand right up, young converts. Jesus said, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father in heaven. Stand up and confess him. And it will give you a good boost towards heaven every time you do it. Speak short or you'll rob somebody else of a chance. Long-winded speeches will kill a meeting quicker than lightning. If any of you feel like making a long speech, just cut off both ends and give us only the middle of it. I'll tell you my experience and I won't be long about it. This blessed Jesus saves me. He saves me tonight from being a drunkard and a gambler and a thief and a fraud and everything else that you can put in. He saved me 11 years ago, and he saves me more tonight than he did then because I've grown in grace. Bless his holy name forever. When I tell you that Jesus saves me, I mean just what I say. There's no sham about it. I don't tell you I was a drunkard and a thief and a fraud to glory in it, but I want you rough men to understand what Jesus has done for me. Yes, when I was such a miserable sinner that I hadn't a friend, this blessed Jesus picked me up out of the mud And saved me from desiring to do those things which I had been doing. And he saves me now. Who wouldn't love the name of Jesus? The meeting is open. Two or three immediately stand up to speak. This man, thirty-two years old, was born and brought up in Water Street, became a fearless and desperate burglar, and came into the chapel for the first time about two years ago direct from the New Jersey State Prison. He says, if there's any unfortunate wretch here tonight down deep in crime as i was i want him to know what jesus has done for me my heart sometimes fills right up when i think about it i've been through all kinds of sin i never was intemperate but i've been a desperate man and i've committed the worst crimes i've been twice in state prison many were the sad sad years i've spent alone behind the prison bars i thank god that i ever came into this mission I came here looking for work. I didn't want religion. I wanted an honest job. I listened to the testimonies and I saw that the men were in earnest. And when Jerry gave the invitation to come forward for prayers, I went. I knelt down and prayed. I couldn't grasp the meaning of it. But God in mercy heard me and how he has blessed me since. When I first came in here, I had just been serving a term of seven years and seven months out of 10 years. The man that went in with me got twenty years and was only by the mercy of God that I didn't get it. But Jesus has forgiven my sins and has made me a happy, peaceful, and contented man which I never was before. Once I was afraid to go through the streets by daylight lest the first policeman I met should tap me on the shoulder and say, I want you. But now I can look any man square in the face and feel that I am honest and am trying to do what is right in the sight of God. My friends, if I didn't know there's a reality in this religion, I'd chuck it up. I wouldn't stand here talking in this way. And my only object in telling this is to induce some man who has been as bad as I was to come to Jesus and be saved from his sins. A longshoreman says, Jesus saves me tonight from being a drunkard, a gambler, a thief, and every sinful habit. He has taken the desire for sin away from my heart because I ask him to do it every day. A little more than six years ago, I and my wife were good-for-nothing drunkards. What we had on our backs when we first came into this mission put together wouldn't have fetched 50 cents in a junk shop. Blessed be God, it isn't so now. If you knew what my home was six years ago and see it tonight, you'd say I've got out of hell into heaven. My old friends along shore told me they'd give me to hold on until I'd got a dollar to spend. But blessed be God, I haven't gone back yet. What is there to go back to? Jesus keeps me and he has sweetly kept me and my wife for six years and a little more. Every promise in the Bible has been fulfilled in my case. Although I used always to steal sugar regularly from the vessels I was discharging, I haven't stolen the value of one pin from any man for more than six years and haven't desired to. Blessed be God for this salvation. Christian friends, pray for me. This man's testimony has suggested the singing of What a Friend We Have in Jesus, All Our Sins and Griefs to Bear, etc. His wife follows him, saying, Six years ago there was never a more degraded sinner than I was, to my shame be it said. My home was a drunkard's hovel, and the principal thing there was the rum bottle. I kept coming to this mission, but there was so much Romanism rooted and grounded into me that it took a long time for me to be willing to let Jesus in but I can now say to the glory of God that my sins are all forgiven and the past is under the blood. In place of the rum bottle, we have the Bible in our home, and it isn't kept for ornament, and if God calls us at any time, we are all packed and ready to go. The young man now speaking is a steam engineer, accustomed to earning $50 a month. For 10 years, he spent all his earnings in the rum shops of Water Street and its neighborhood. I do thank God that I ever came into this mission. It has made a man of me. I knew about it for years before I came in, but I preferred to spend my evenings in those places on the corners over there. I never had a white shirt, nor an overcoat, nor any comfort or happiness before I came here, although I had money enough. I hadn't written my mother for nine years, but when I began to come here I wrote to her about it. I earn less wages now than I did when I was serving the devil, but I have got more because I don't use it to support the rum sellers and I don't spend any of it in sin. Jesus saves me and keeps me every day, and oughtn't I to be thankful for it? This man is a graduate of Dartmouth College, where, he says, he acquired his intemperate habits because he was allowed too much money by his parents. He has practiced law in Massachusetts. Intemperance brought him to New York, and he had been entirely abandoned by all, family and friends except his wife, when by chance he strolled into the mission from a low grog shop in Chatham Square where he was existing. "'It is not long that I have been coming to these meetings. "'When I think of what I am now and what I was last summer, I am astonished. "'I had nothing then. I have everything that I need now. "'When my last cent was gone, I told my companion "'if he would go and sell my old linen coat, we'd take a drink with the money. "'When he brought me the money, I thought we had better get something to eat, "'as we had not had anything for two days. "'So we went and got two bowls of soup.' "'That night I strayed into this mission, and I have not drunk any liquor since. "'The other day I met my old companion, and he wanted to treat me. "'What will you take?' said he. "'Said I. I'll take a box of paper collars as I need some, but no more rum for me. "'The Lord Jesus has saved me, and I desire to serve him. "'Another who was converted here but is now living in a western town "'has come in to express his gratitude.' I can look back more than six years to the blessed Sabbath when God first sent me into this mission and began his work on my heart. I began my drinking career on Broadway, then drifted into the Bowery and had got down into Water Street when the mission arms caught me. I was thinking about it today and I shuddered as I looked and saw how few steps more it was to the river. I realized how very narrow was my escape from destruction. God has been good to me in many ways and best of all, he has kept me in the straight path. A pale-faced man recently from prison says, I was a criminal from boyhood. My first sentence to prison was when I was nine years old. I have served four terms in prison. When I happened to come into this meeting one night and I was received with open arms, I was tired of sin, tired of eating bread and water behind the bars. The testimony I heard, together with the words of Mr. McCauley, had a reaction on my mind. I knelt down and prayed and my sorrows were healed. I now have a vocation and i love my saviour a young man who works in a printing office follows i am only twenty-two years old i was a drunkard four years in albany and boston and this city being a compositor by trade i got work wherever i went but my wages all went for drink and at last i became an inmate of a low den in chatham square for months i scarcely left it When I got stupidly drunk, I went into the back room and slept on the floor with 40 or 50 others like myself. My bed was a couple of newspapers and a cheese box for a pillow. I was going such a way that I'd have turned up my toes in a month or two longer if I hadn't come in here. One Sunday evening, I thought I would go down here and listen to the singing. When the invitation was given to come forward for prayers, I went. And I went a good many times afterwards i was a roman catholic and it seemed hard work for me to get changed but at last jesus extended his hand and led me out of the darkness into light he keeps me daily by simply trusting him this large man with a beaming face is the captain of a three-masted schooner it's very hard work to sit still here there's no one in this room who has more reason to bless god than i have and i should do injustice to the dear lord if i should not give my testimony I feel that I owe all that I am tonight in answer to my mother's prayers. At 14 years of age, I went to sea, as my father had done. And I never shall forget that my mother kneeled down with me before I went away. And she prayed, O Lord, keep my son from temptation. He goes out to take his father's place. The dear Lord followed me to sea. He has saved me from sin and given me a clean heart. And he gives me the evidence every day I live that I am born of God, that I am an heir of heaven. I'm so glad to recommend this same Jesus to every sinner. Yes, blessed be his name. He can save if we will only let him. The man now rising to speak is a steamship officer. I thank God for ever having let me come to this mission. When I was a youth, I went to sea and soon learned to sin. I used to get drunk and had a sore head and a sore heart all the time. I didn't have a friend in the world. I never lived right until God led me into this place. When I gave Jesus my heart, He saved me from my sins, and they are no more to me. He has taken everything wicked out of my desires. Jesus is my Saviour, and I don't do the things I used to do because He saves me. I know it is good to be a servant of Jesus. I know it is hard to be a servant of the devil. Since I've been serving God, I've never had to look for a ship. I ought to be thankful indeed, and I hope you will pray for me. I'm far from what I ought to be. I need Thee every hour most gracious lord etc is now sung this man is a truckman for the bridgeport steamers my testimony tonight is that jesus saves me i had a good home once and a good mother who prayed for me but i slammed the door in her face and for nine years i gave up all my earnings to the gin mills and had to go a begging and to prison i heard about this mission one night in a thieves den in the bowery i wasn't sober when i first came in here The clothes I had on, some belonged to my father and some to my brother. I didn't suppose I was worth saving. I didn't know that anybody cared for me. I heard the testimonies of men who had been drunkards and thieves like as I was. I thought I'd try to get the salvation, and I did. I went out of here that night a sober man. Some ladies at the door shook hands with me and asked me to come again. It touched my heart. I hadn't received any such kindness since I left my mother. For nearly three years now, I've had the evidence in my heart that I am saved i have been living careless lately but by the help of god i'll live so no more this young man came here from sing sing prison there are sometimes fifteen or twenty men in a meeting who like him have been behind the bars i am one of those christ came to save i want to tell how he has saved me from my sins when i first heard the testimony of these men here telling how they were drunkards and thieves and all that i wasn't sober myself i sat off there by the door but i heard what the men said and i said to myself that's my life to a cent i was arrested in the street right opposite here and i got five years in sing sing i got the shower baths and the ball and chain there i was in a lot of fellows that tried to escape from prison on a raft we got caught one of them was shot if i'd have been shot i know i'd been in hell tonight when he was a dying he asked me to pray for him i didn't know how to pray Never prayed in my life till I came into this mission. And when I was invited, I bounced right up here for prayers. I didn't wait. Jesus heard my prayer, and I feel he has saved me. I know it. I like to come to the front and tell it now because there are some fellows coming here that's just the kind I was. And I know Jesus can save them from their sins if they want to be saved. I never was happy till Jesus saved me. This is an Erie Canal boatman now speaking. I bless God tonight that I have got an experimental religion. The religion of Jesus is a religion that I can talk about. I haven't had it but a short time, but it fills me with joy and peace every day. And God being my helper, I will tell of his saving grace as long as I live. Then a man rises and says in a quiet tone, My dear friends, I want to say that when I first came in here, about four years ago, I was a poor, lost drunkard without a coat to my back or shoes to my feet. I know I was a nuisance everywhere i wasn't worth ten cents and i was ready to fight any man that put his fist in my face but my dear friends it isn't so now god has given me and my wife clean hearts and clean ways and everything that we need and has given me a humble and quiet spirit and he has made us civil if a man now strikes me on one cheek i think i am willing to turn to him the other also if thereby i can serve god I swing my sledge every day at my work with heavenly thoughts, and sometimes I forget my mate on the other side of the anvil, and keep striking as if it were one more blow for Jesus. My Christian friends, pray for me that I may ever be humble and faithful. A young man who has spent many years in prison says, in an unpretending manner, I am thankful that God gives me a disposition to tell what he has done for me. I thank him for keeping me today in a time of temptation. I thank him for bringing me in here tonight and not letting me roam around the streets as I used to do, committing all kinds of crimes. I want you all to pray for me. Another rises and says, I am glad to testify that Jesus saves me from my sins. How thankful I ought to be. He saves me from gambling and the use of tobacco and rum and from everything that is wicked and sinful. He makes me a clean Christian. He is followed by a captain of a tugboat, saying, When I came in here a few months ago, the testimonies pricked me to the heart, and I didn't have any rest until I went to Jesus. Now I can say, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. I seek his blessing and guidance every morning before I start my boat, and every night after I've tied her up. I am trusting in him all the same. This speaker is an officer of a sailing ship. Friends, he says, I've been following the sea all my life. When I wore ship and began to sail under the Lord's directions, my shipmates said, You just wait and see how soon you'll get fetched up with a round turn. But thanks be to God I haven't been fetched up yet. Jesus keeps me. He guides me with his counsel. He is the confidence of the ends of the earth and of them that are afar off upon the sea. We sing, He leadeth me, O blessed thought, etc., when a sailor rises and says, I've been a desperate man, but now I'm a sinner saved by grace. I came along here and I heard the testimonies in the meeting. I reckoned the men were honest and I made up my mind to wear, ship, and sail in the Lord's service. Ho, shipmates, there is no service like that. Bless the Lord. I've squared my yards by the lifts and braces and I'm bound to glory now. Another sailor says, The first night I went away from this place, I went aboard my ship and kneeled down in my cabin and prayed to the Lord to save me from my sins. And when he saved me, I felt as if my ship might feel when all the barnacles have been scraped off from her. I felt as if I had been scraped off clean inside and outside. Then an old woman with an Irish accent says, This blessed Jesus saves old women too. I was a drunken old thing and told lies and lived in a dirty hole and had nothing. Thanksgiving night, my four years was up since I first came in here. I was drunk then, but I haven't been drunk since and never will be, God helping me. The Almighty God is good to me in everything. He sent me a turkey Thanksgiving Day with money tied to the end of it, and I had turkey for seven days. When I came to Jesus, I hadn't two cents in my pocket. Now, blessed be God, I've got a clean home and a carpet and pictures, and I wouldn't be ashamed to ask any lady to come in there and I've got a clean heart inside too, but I have to watch and pray. Mr. Macaulay told me never to go to my bed without praying to the dear Jesus that saves us all, and to pray every morning, and I do. If there's anybody here that don't love Jesus, they can't do better than kneel down and pray to him. Jesus can save you, and he can take care of you too. A German woman who lives on a gravel scowl says, Jesus saves me too. I was a very bad woman a good many years. I cursed, I sold rum, and I quarreled with everybody. I had a wicked temper. When the fire wouldn't burn in my stove, I kicked it, and I tore up my Bible, which I brought from Germany to kindle the fire. I was good for nothing when I came in here. But, my dear friends, Jesus has taken me up and forgiven my sins and made me happy. I wouldn't go back on Jesus, not for $50 a week. Jesus gives me more because he gives me all I need. There's nothing good for me to have that the Lord doesn't give it to me. He gives me my daily bread, and what do we need more? We didn't carry nothing into the world, and we can't carry nothing out. One morning we had no bread, and my husband had no work. I went out to look for work. I ought to have taken a pail with me, but I took a basket, and I stood on the corner, and I prayed, Jesus, help me. Then I went to 6th Avenue, and a man came up and said, My good woman, do you want some work? I said, Yes, sir. He said, What have you got a basket for? I said, I don't know but my husband has no work and nothing to eat. He said, Can you scrub my store? I said, Yes, sir. When I got through, he filled up my basket with bread and potatoes, and he put on top a leg of mutton and told me to come tomorrow. Jesus takes care of us. He gives me a good home, and he makes me and my husband happy all the time. End of chapter Seventeen.